The upcoming presentation is a two-man power trip of wrestling podcast production. And now for something completely different. Hey, I was, I'm a Hall of Famer. I'm in three Halls of Fame. For the young fans, it, they don't give a damn. They just give a damn about themselves and what they're hearing now. And I got no problem with those rules. I know the rules going in. I'm happy to play the game that way. And when Ivan came off with that uh, knee drop from the top rope and he pinned me, I thought that something happened. I couldn't hear a thing. You could have heard the pin drop in that arena. It touched me so deeply that when I went in the dressing room, I really felt depressed. I'll tell you that, I'll tell you right to his face. If it's Hogan and I, if he wanted to get in a real street fight with me, trust me, he would lose, and he knew it. You know, that's the other thing. They give you the belt, and they're like, okay, you're in charge of me. I was like, what? When you mentioned a guy like Harley Race, that kind of legendary status, it's obvious why people would get upset. Or as I'm concerned, Roddy Piper was not a wrestler. He wasn't even a good worker. If he had to go out and work his way to the top and not have good friends like Jim Barnett. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying he's not a good guy. He's just not a tough guy. Bro, I swear to you, I don't have an ego. Like, I don't give a crap. I, that stuff is not important to me. People don't know me. They have no idea of who I am. They know of me as being a fictional character that they saw on TV. People didn't understand that, you know, the guy they saw in the ring that happened to be using his real name and happened to actually be the president of the company, they really believed that that guy that they loved to hate was actually a pretty decent guy. And I think many people have the perception that I really was that character. They are Primetime Pod and Chad, the two-man power trip of wrestling. Let's get it going right here, right now. This is the two-man power trip of wrestling, and you are listening to feature episode number 20 of the two-man power trip of wrestling podcast. And if you didn't know by now, my name is Chad, and usually I'm joined here by my tag team partner, the one and only JP John Paz, but flying solo on the show today for a interview with our good friend PJ Polacco, otherwise known as Just Incredible the former ECW World Heavyweight Champion, the former WWF, WWE Superstar, as both Justin Credible and the Portuguese Man O' War, 
Aldo Montoya, which you just heard coming off the top. You heard a clip from a classic Aldo Montoya match as PJ finally is embracing the Aldo Montoya character. All these years, Aldo has been kind of hiding in the shadows, but finally Aldo Montoya returns and is uh, making his way back out to the uh, the convention scene, to the forefront, and maybe coming to a town near, near you. You never know if uh, Aldo will be back in your neck of the woods, but I love getting the chance to talk to PJ, and what we're talking about is the debut of a brand new podcast that he is a part of with Vince Russo, as part of Vince Russo's Patreon, where they are talking all Elite Wrestling and all Elite Wrestling's Dynamite television show on TNT with a really cool twist to it, and that is from the wrestler's perspective. And obviously, PJ's got a great resume in the wrestling business. He's been in the wrestling business for over 27 years. He's worked for WWF. He's worked for ECW. He's worked for TNA, and he's been all around the world and back again and giving a great perspective here on all elite wrestling and very complimentary of the great things that they had in their debut show this past Wednesday night, all elite wrestling's dynamite came through uh, with a vengeance and really set the wrestling world on its ass in a big major way. And PJ gets to talk about that now on a weekly basis, but joins me here to kind of give his take fresh off of that show and gives you a little bit of what you could look forward to when you download the podcast that he is debuting here. And, uh, you know, it's always great to talk to PJ. Obviously, we've said it many times on the show before, dating back to uh, being very, very young and being around the uh, the wrestling business. It was PJ, just incredible, who uh, was the first person that really showed us the access uh, that uh, led to a lot of great things for both of us. Uh, so it's always nice to talk to him, uh, see him at conventions a lot in the uh, New Jersey, New York, Philadelphia area, and uh, always has a smile on his face, always has a big hug, and uh, just still has so much to give to the wrestling world. And if you're aspiring to be a professional wrestler or you're somebody who's in the business and you'd like to learn a little bit more, check out his Pro Wrestling 101. He's got a YouTube page for it. It's a few years old now. I know he's done some updated, but a lot of the older episodes that he did on YouTube just so informational. It's basically like a wrestling school tutorial at your fingertips, and you can learn so many of the little nuances of becoming a wrestler through the eyes of a guy who trained in Calgary at the uh, the Heart Dungeon, who was in just insane WWF enhancement matches in the early 90s on Monday Night Raw when you see the guys that he worked with getting thrown around and just beat up like a rag doll. Uh, but taking those bumps, taking those bruises, and ended up having a very special wrestling career. So want to wrap it up here nice on this feature episode. Want to thank PJ for taking a couple minutes to spend with me to chat about AEW's debut on TNT this past Wednesday. Obviously a lot to look forward to for both PJ's podcast and All Elite Wrestling. A great time to be a wrestling fan without a shadow of a doubt. So I'm going to usually uh, I throw it over to Justin Credible and we hit some of that uh, Justin Credible uh, snap your finger, snap your neck. But we're going to go with a little Aldo theme this week as we throw it on over to our good buddy, longtime friend, Justin Credible. <laughs>
Joining us on the line tonight is a man very familiar to the two-man power trip of wrestling. I always say it every time we talk to him. He's the one who got us our start. We were his young boys at one point way back when, but he's got another new venture going on in his life right now, and I'm always happy to welcome him on the line. He's one of my favorite people in the world, the one and only PJ Polacco, just incredible. PJ, what's going on tonight, buddy? How are you, man? It's uh, so great to hear from you, man. Uh, everything's going great over here. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. It's always good to hear your voice. It's always good to uh, kind of shoot the breeze, talk about some stuff, because there's a lot of things going on in the uh, the wrestling world, but a lot of things going on with uh, Just Incredible as he's about to venture into the podcasting world again, but this time with a little bit of a twist joining our uh, brand uh, I don't know what he would be, our overlord, our brand uh, boss, Vince Russo, on a brand new Patreon-based show, talking AEW wrestling. PJ, you're looking forward to doing this new venture with uh, Vinny Rue. Yeah, I mean, I'm so excited. Look, I I, I thrive on, uh, you know, guys like me, I've been in the business 27 years, and uh, for guys like us, it's it's a little hard because... You know, our, our time has passed, and uh, you see all this amazing stuff happening, all this positive stuff, and uh, you really want to be a part of it. And you, you feel like, you know, maybe I can't physically contribute the way I could have 10 years ago, 15 years ago, whatever. Um, but, man, you, you, you know you can still contribute, like the Tommy Dreamers and the Bubba Ray Dudleys that do Bust It Open, so on and so forth, um, and other people doing, you know, successful podcasts. So... Man, uh, Vince Russo and I, it just really happened out of nowhere. Uh, he put out a tweet, and, and literally uh, after 30, literally 30 seconds, it was right place, right time, out of him putting out the tweet of uh, if any wrestler would be interested, I said, well, hell yeah. And uh, I have some really loyal and faithful, amazing followers on my Twitter feed, and they bombarded Vince Russo. And... Uh, we got the talking, and uh, tomorrow is uh, 10 a.m. Uh, we're we're going live, and I, I I I'm so excited, dude! It's like a kid in a candy store. It's like uh, I'm wrestling again, like I'm having a match <laughs> on a big show. You know, I, it's just you know, I, first of all, uh, what I saw yesterday, I watched. First of all, I, I did watch both NXT and AEW, but I watched AEW like three times because uh, that's my job now. Uh, is you know to review the show but uh wow what a great time to be a pro wrestling fan huh it's amazing ridiculous yeah it's it's crazy i mean everybody's literally talking about it it was trending all over the place not just on twitter but on all the other social media platforms i mean i'm reading all these articles popping up here doing research for the triple threat podcast like looking at like cbs sports and you know uh fox sports and all these huge entities talking about wrestling it's like it's just kind of hard to wrap your head around especially if you put yourself back 20 years ago and be like well this would never have happened in 98 you know what i mean when the business was hot as a pistol but now there's so much wrestling going on there that yeah anybody who kind of puts that that think tank in uh in the in motion like like how vince russo did he put out that tweet and look he got you coming out of it and you guys are going to be launching an aew review show those things never hurt. They do. Uh, they do very well. But I think you guys together. You obviously, there's probably a history there between you two. It's a great fit. I think you guys are going to have a lot of fun with it. Look, uh, he's a very controversial figure, and quite frankly, uh, even though I might be the nicest guy in the world, I've had a very controversial past. Uh, I've known him since 1994, 
when he wrote under the pseudonym Vic Venom for real uh, for the magazine uh, before he was a writer for television. That's how far I've been years. So, uh, um, it's going to be, you know, he asked one thing. He said, look, you know, uh, I don't want you to be one of those guys that are still out there, you know, trying to get a gig and being, you know, maybe uh, just be honest. Don't uh, sugarcoat stuff. Just uh, give your honest opinion from a 27. What he wants from me is 27 year vet. What's my opinion? And it's just an opinion. Of course, everything's, uh, you know, opinion based and nothing's fact. It, you know, it's all subjective. But all he wants is 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 is, is legitimate. Uh, opinion and um, you know no sugarcoating no you know no stroking anybody's egos so uh, we're, we're that's what we're gonna do man we're just gonna talk pro wrestling we're gonna talk AEW I've got a boatload of notes dude I literally sat here uh, last night as well uh, pretty much a, a little bit of a sleepless night for me because I was so excited and jazzed just to see the product um, of, of writing down notes and, and little things that a lot of fans may not have even picked up on. So uh, it, it's definitely going to be interesting. It's going to be a lot that it's on Patreon. That uh, It's only $3, by the way, um, You know that fans come along for the ride because it's going to be well worth it. I mean, the, the, the time we put into it and the content that you will get, uh, you know, for 3 bucks, that's a, a cup of coffee at Starbucks, if you think about it. So uh, it's, it's really cool stuff. And I just hope that... Uh, fans come along they embrace it and uh you know and, and they enjoy it that's, that's all it's about i just want to make the fans enjoy it uh and uh you know keep coming back now in 95 you were obviously you were with the wwf while the wcw war began and nitro launched in august of 95 so you kind of got to see what it was like to be on the front lines when a new show was launching what do you think is kind of the, uh, the the thought going through some of the guys' head now on both sides of the fence? Are they watching the other show and see how they're performing, or are they kind of focusing on what they're doing to make sure they put out their best product? Uh, yeah, that's a hell of a question. Um, and it's a loaded question. I, I honestly don't think they're uh, – uh, and this is – I'm going to go way in depth. I don't want to give too much away No, no, here, don't but, give too uh, much. We'll save it for the Patreon, but I want to – uh, let's get your I'll, take. I'll tell, I'll, I'll tell you one thing. They're, uh, you know, the, the first show is always, and then like any, look, I'm a huge, huge AEW mark. I love what they're doing. I love Cody. I love the Bucks. I love all that, what they're bringing to the table. They're changing the game, but I'm already seeing, I'm already seeing some things that aren't going to work. On uh, on live network television, when you when you get to you know uh, you know because there were a lot of references last night from uh, Shivani and Ross about you know first time wrestling has been on TNT uh, since 2001 and blah blah blah, brother. But it doesn't you know there's a lot of lot of things that need to be tuned up. There there there's a there's a lot of things I saw wrong. Uh, not great. I mean look. <laughs> I don't want to take that old man negative route, but um, <laughs> just, 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 just no, but specifically from a production standpoint uh, and their production was impeccable as far as lighting, the way the crowd looked amazing, like the super cool stage. But like you got, you know, these kids are going to have to realize 
what this TV time means. And it just doesn't happen. You know what I mean? Like it, it goes away real quick. So you have to really utilize uh, these young men and women that are uh, for probably the first time having national exposure to understand what it means to be on national television and how important to utilize that time is. And uh, A, to get yourself over, uh, to get your company over, whatever the job you're asked to do. Uh, you know, that's, of course, the most important, paramount. But uh, it's just uh, a lot of, uh, it, it's going to be a process. It's going to be a, a learning process for everybody. And Cody as well. And Cody as well. And uh, I don't know him personally. I, don't, I think I met him maybe in passing once. Uh, I'm good friends with Dustin. I was good friends with his dad, worked with the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes back in ECW. God bless him. Um, but, uh, you know, Cody has got the mind. He's got the uh, got everything it takes. But uh, even for him, it, it's it's not going to, you know, there's going to be a lot of things that are going to have to be learned uh, in the process. And sometimes, man, you got to, you know, you got to fall a couple times before you could uh, realize, you know what I mean? You learn from yeah. your mistakes and anything in life. And uh, it's a growing process. But I thought last night they came out the gate hot. Uh, you know, um, what I don't, what I didn't per- personally love too much was, uh, you know, it almost seemed like a pay-per-view, um, you know, long. And I, I'm not against this. Don't get me wrong. Uh, great long matches, uh, big buildups, a lot of everything meant something. But um, you got to understand, you're you're going two hours live now every week. So uh, how are you? How are you know? I know I, I get it. You want to hit it with a bang, and you want to really get it out there. But uh, it, it's going to be very curious to see how they get their talent over, and how everybody um, there, you know, is going to fit in and what role, you know, everybody's going to play a role. You know, we are, we're all role players, Not everybody's a main eventer. Um, we're going to, they're going to figure out who those role players are and, uh, where their hierarchy is. And, uh, I, I mean, I did love the way, uh, it ended, you know, uh, Jack Swagger or Jack Hager or whatever, or JK, what, you know what I mean? Whatever. Jake Hager. Yeah. But you know, you, you know, what I'm talking about, I mean, he's yep. a beast. He's just, he was money all along. I don't know how they dropped the ball on him, uh, but uh, that was a big surprise for me. I loved seeing him there. Uh, Moxley, of course, is just off the charts for me. I love him. I love his stuff. I love his energy. Um, you know, it's uh, Jericho. He's just gold. I mean, he's timeless. Forty-eight years yeah, old, dude. Absolutely. He's fucking three. He's three. He's three years older than me, and he's still fucking crushing it. <laughs> it's like really, dude. You make, you know, God damn it, you know, but I mean, again, God bless them and, and they're doing it and he's over as anybody. So, uh, they got a really good formula. Um, you know, it's, it's gotta be more than the bucks. It's gotta be more than Cody. Uh, it, it, they're going to really have to go deep because two hours to fill every week, um, in meaningful storylines and then selling pay-per-views as they will be. Uh, this is going to be an interesting challenge. So it's just, gonna, again, I'm sure they have a business model. They have very smart, professional people, Tony Khan, his dad, people that run the Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, they do this stuff for a living. Uh, they know what they're doing. But, uh, and again, but kudos to the job they did. Yeah. Because uh, guess what? AEW uh, debut on TNT was everywhere. 
I saw it everywhere. I mean, it's almost like you couldn't miss it. So the job they're doing with the, you know, the, their brand connections and their business partnerships, I mean, it's been fantastic. So, you know, I, I just, I'm very hopeful for the future. Of course, WWE is never going to go anywhere. They're the benchmark. They always have been, always will be. Uh, but, you know, I, I think yesterday, I mean, uh, I saw the numbers. I think it was like a 1.4 for AEW and like an eight five, like uh, 850,000 yeah. for something like that. Point, like a point know, eight or something wrong. like that. It was, yeah, it was something in, the, in that range. But, I mean, that's a... It's a lot that's of people still watching. Amount. Yeah, that's a lot of people still watching one singulary, you know, sports entertainment genre on, on one single night on two networks. So it's a lot of work right there. Yeah. I mean, and everybody yeah. who did that job, they did a great job. And like you said, I thought that the uh, the vibe, the arena looked amazing. I mean, it had that big fight feel to it. And let's not forget the arena itself, the MCI Center, or the Verizon Center, or whatever version it is now. That is a classic wrestling building i mean that is you can go you can name off the top of your head you know starcade 97 hogan and sting was in that building Shawn michaels and hulk hogan was in that building that's a building with history so it was a perfect spot i I, I wrestled in that building i mean you know it's it's a great wrestling building and uh yeah i i hear you and i and i think look there's enough of the pie to go around for everybody uh i i don't like the word war um, and I, you know, well, one thing, and uh, Vince Russo and I were kind of ribbing about this online uh, in tweets, because he has this, you know, he's big into conspiracy theories, and I like to fuck with it sometimes, too, <laughs> just as fun. But um, he's like, well, you know, WWE's in on this all along, you know, like <laughs> the master plan. But if you think about it, WWE actually issued a statement today online yeah. about that congratulating a i mean i get it it's it's probably it's definitely horseshit but think <laughs> about that it's when crazy. the hell has when has that ever happened and why is it happening it's unbelievable you know I mean? yeah it, it's unbelievable because i'm it, just i'm just i'm, I'm just, uh, just fun it's, it's fun stuff can you imagine, yeah. though, back in 95 when that war started, can you imagine WCW getting a uh, congratulatory mention by the WWF and Vince McMahon if there was a, uh, a victory? Can you can you even fathom that in 95? No. <laughs> I, it, it was so brutal back in those days, man. Uh, you wouldn't even you couldn't even talk to the man. You'd have buddies on that roster. You couldn't even publicly say you spoke to. That's how deep it was, you know. It's how deep it was. I mean, you know, it really, uh, when Scott and Kevin left uh, for WCW um, and to do the whole NWO gimmick, that's kind of when I was stuck between a rock and a hard place because I wasn't getting booked anymore. Not that they were punishing me or anything. Uh, I wasn't in the curtain call or anything like that. But uh, but it was like, you know, they were, they were telling me, Peach, get your release. We'll get you paid down here. I'm not saying it's Aldo or anything like that, but we'll get you another gimmick. We'll get you paid. So it was, shit was heavy. I couldn't, you know, you, you, there was heat. It was legitimate heat. So I couldn't imagine anything like that uh, happening today. Or back then, I should say, not today. We use the word revolution because this is a revolution. Wednesdays on TNT. 
The revolution continues with All Elite Wrestling Dynamite. It's the most exciting professional wrestling in the last decade. We want to set a new standard for all of pro wrestling and for all pro wrestling fans. Made for wrestling fans by the wrestlers themselves, AEW flies higher, hits harder, and with their all-inclusive roster of superstars, they're breaking all boundaries. This week, it's the opening round of the tag team tournament with the Young Bucks taking on Private Party, live from Boston. All Elite Wrestling Dynamite, Wednesdays at 8, 7 central on TNT. And then you throw yourself on the other side of it too when you're in ECW. And again, I'm going to just keep on using the parallel of 98 just because with all the wrestling that's on TV now, if we had that in 98, I shudder to think if I would have grown up past the age of 15 because I probably would have dropped dead from <laughs> the overload of stuff going on at, at that point in time. But, you know, you talk about 95, talk about 98, we talk about now. Do you think that this is the best time to be a wrestling fan with the amount of wrestling that is out there? Absolutely. Uh, no doubt in my mind. Um, uh, just a with technology, with the way, um, we just have access, you know, I mean, we literally are, we're, we're, if you ever listen to Joe Rogan and his podcast, which I'm a huge fan of Rogan, um, you know, he, he talks about us being basically already cyborgs. We have a device that we have on our, on our hands that'll tell us pretty much any answer we want. If we want to you know, Google something. We we have all the answers already on our phone. We have access to any information we want that is available, at least. Um, so it's just a, 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 such an amazing way to uh, express to fans, like, look, there's New Japan wrestling, shit that our, our, the hardcores knew about for a long time. People that were in the business trading tapes, uh, the, the old RF video days and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, there were a lot of people that aren't, you know, uh, normal people that may have been like, oh, wrestling's cool, but they didn't know. Now they're exposed through social media and through Twitch and YouTube and whatever channels are out there nowadays. So many, uh, you know, AAA in Mexico, all over the world, so many great promotions. England, dude, England is its own entity. I mean, for such a small territory of land, they have probably per capita some of the biggest, uh, you know, the gates and draws in the wrestling business. I mean, they really, like their indies sell out at thousands and thousands, you know, like two, 3,000 people uh, on a weekly basis. So, right. I mean, uh, it, it just, it gives, it gives fans, uh, like it opens up Pandora's box of like, wow. Like, I really dig this stuff, and, like, I didn't know this was available. And, holy cow, like, this is cool, too. And, you know, you're just being um, you're being opened up into this whole new genre that you maybe not, have, you know, weren't aware of. So it's just fun for everybody. And, again, bottom line, for me at least as a performer, as a 45-year-old, 27-year-old, 27-year vet, keeps me employed <laughs> which is important because this is how this is how i feed my family um so if we're allowed to use that history and use whatever knowledge and pass it you know pay it forward and continue to do what we love to do and entertain fans and turn new fans on and and you know what the most heard today i think it was on busted open with dreamer and bubba ray 
that the uh, the number on like the you know the demographic, the highest demographic they had for AEW was like twenty to thirty year olds, thirty year old male, twenty to thirty year old males. But what it, what that tells me is it's like shit's cool again. Yeah. It's like I remember I remember in the nineties when DX and NWO got over, but then I also remembered when I was in ECW, uh, I'd go to Hot Topics and I'd see a just incredible shirt or an ECFEW shirt or a Sabu shirt. And I'm like, Well, you know, we thought we made it, right? <laughs> and uh now you're seeing that again. And, you know, they can't keep these shirts in their stores. And not to mention what pro wrestling tees does. That's a whole different thing. But, right. like, it's going, it's mainstream again to where the hipsters, you know, and I'm the, believe me, I, I don't, I'm not necessarily a fan of hipsters, but, uh, no, no disrespect. <laughs> but, uh, it, you know, the hipsters are in, everybody's kind of all in, and, and wrestling has become a, a kind of cool, you know, we get it now. Back then, uh, we were in that pseudo kayfabe era where, Still, we're trying to kayfabe a little and blah, blah, blah. But now it's just like, look, it is what it is. And everybody, I think, appreciates the art form. They appreciate the hard work. They appreciate the energy. How could you deny the energy in the ring? Even myself, when Cody uh, made his entrance last night uh, on AEW, I watched it live. I I teared up. I have no connection to this kid. But just knowing the moment. And the gravity of it, it's like, even I teared up. I'm like, wow. So it, it has a, <clears throat> a strong connection to people who truly love our business. You know what I mean? Yeah. It really resonates. It resonates, you know, and it's cool. No, that's, that's, that's what sells tickets, you know? That's awesome. And I, that's, I appreciate you sharing that because that's a very cool little uh, added that that entrance was huge and it'll be historic and everybody will look back at that and say that was the first one. But PJ, as we head to the, uh, to the wrap up here, just before we get into the, uh, the plug again for the podcast, I just got to tell you, as knowing you as long as I have, I got to tell you, I love the embracing of Aldo and the Aldo mania that's running wild back on social media and uh, the appearances of Aldo Montoya. Are you embracing Aldo now? Are we loving the, uh, the Aldo Montoya retro? Look, I, I, why not? You know, uh, I, I have a, a couple of good friends in Connecticut. Uh, their names are Doug and Dan Spring. And they said, look, dude, we'll make your gear. We're fans of the character. I didn't know him from, any, you know, from anywhere. They just <laughs> hit me up and like, we'll make your gear, you know, get it done nice. And uh, if you're interested, you know, you could use it and do it. And I'm like, you know what? Janela's W shit. Like, they're doing retro stuff. And it's like, I've never really done it. Why not? I mean, you know, it's everybody knows it's a rib. Uh, it's almost like a tongue-in-cheek thing. But why not? You know what I mean? It's not like, it's like why not? It's not, uh, it's who I was. It's who got me. You know, those years, actually, those formative years as Aldo really taught me everything about the business of pro wrestling. <laughs> uh, I, I learned from some of the greatest of all time in those years. So I, I actually hold those years very dear. The character was a joke. But uh, nonetheless, I hold it with uh, a lot of respect. And, and why not, dude? Just have some fun with it. And if fans are digging it, you know, I, I'm doing some autograph appearances and you know, spot show here or there. So yeah, it's all good, dude. It's all it's all in good fun, and that's what wrestling should be. 
just good fun. You know, that's, it, you know, that's why we get into this because we love it and we like to enjoy ourselves and, and have fun, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I still think you should have taken the offer from the million dollar man, but that's just me talking, you know, I don't know. Uh... Oh, brother, I would have <laughs> taken it. Looking back, I would have taken it too. But, yeah. <laughs> What am I going to do? Oh, that's great. Now, I appreciate you jumping on with me tonight, PJ. Before we wrap up, please share with the listeners of the two-man power trip where they can find the information about the show itself. They want to download the podcast, subscribe to uh, the Patreon as well as all the social media links and anything else going on in the world of the man, just incredible. Um, well, basically, my Twitter feed, uh, which is my most, uh, you know, what I use mostly is at PJ Polacco, uh, verified Twitter account. And uh, tomorrow is going to be the debut at 10 a.m. Um, Eastern time. Uh, Vince Russo and I are going live and uh, we're going to, you know, do the AEW review. Uh, Vince's service is Patreon. You know, it has nothing to do with me, but uh, it's uh, patreon.com backslash Russo TWC, which is truth with, with consequences. That's his page. And uh, it's only $3 guys. Like I said, uh, it's, you know, and you get that content, you know, so much content and uh, you know, just please check it out. You won't be disappointed. Uh, I'm, I'm so looking forward to this. Um, and another one thing that has nothing to do with the podcast, but I want to say I am doing a movie or no, not a movie. I should say I'm shooting a pilot uh, as a baseball coach in Monroe, Connecticut for a hit series that is coming out on the CW network that I cannot say yet what it is, but I am very excited and actually shoot uh, this Saturday at night. I got some acting stuff going on too. So it's, it's pretty neat, but um, yeah, man, definitely uh, please check us out. You know, uh, anything with been, you know, just go to, Vince Russo's Twitter page or the brand, I think goes at the brand or Vince Russo uh, on Twitter and uh, all the information is there, or just go to my page at PJ Polacco and you'll get all the information. But I, I really would hope you guys just give us a chance and, uh, and enjoy it. Cause it's going to be really cool. And we're going to dive real deep and I think you'll enjoy the conversation. Cause uh, you know, we, we got some really good stuff for you and we've been working really, really hard uh, for this first episode. So I, I hope you join us and I hope you enjoy it. You know, you said it was pretty neat. You could have really just snuck in a just incredible right there. You didn't need to go neat. You could have uh, just said just incredible. I know. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I don't. I don't want to always do this. I, I don't want to be so cheesy all the time. That's my. That's like my go-to when I have nothing else to say. I always do the catchphrase. Hey, but it's good to have a catchphrase, right? Hey, you it's could all, always do the. It's all it, about the cheese. It's just incredible. It, <laughs> it's all about the cheese factor, PJ. You got to sometimes ham it up. So I, you know. It, that's yeah. the way I do it, but man, I appreciate it so much, and thanks for joining oh, us, and I'm we will talk here. to you soon. Oh, it's always a pleasure. You know that you're family to me, dude, and uh, thank you so much for being kind to me all these years when a lot of people wouldn't be, and uh, I'll never forget that, so thank you so much, man, and uh, have a great night, and I hope to catch up with you very soon. This podcast was a presentation of the two-man power trip of wrestling's podcast empire.